In Father Teresa's Wine Cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. Folks are really holding it down, and it fucking really helped because uh, Phoenix Collider had a medical bill. Yes, I'll tell you what. So, like, I look. Oh, darn it! It it <laughs> logged you me. out. Oot. Yes, <laughs> but you see, um, folks on the Patreon there. Oh, you want me to read their names? Yep. Well, I like that. All right, in. we have uh, Alyssa. We have Lola, Jasmine, George, Elizabeth. Yes, please, show me more. I would like to know more. Uh, oh, okay, or you could just duplicate what you already showed me, I guess. Okay, here we go. Carol, oh, peep show. You should check out their podcast. I was just on an episode. It was a good fucking episode. Um, all right, it's not going to show me more <laughs> Patreons than that, apparently. Oh. But that's okay. And um, hitting on the PayPal, uh, C.A. Stephanie, a Scott Cheeto... Oh, what? I was reading that all wrong, but I don't want to do last names. Oh. And uh, uh, Lydia Loco, uh, two of them, two two, two of you, uh, Janelle, uh, Shauna Loco, Nicolette, and there is a uh, second Lydia. Yeah, folks holding it down in recent times. Tad, Mark, Jan Loco, Natalie Loco, Regina Loco, Nil, uh, Michael, Thomas, Molly Loco, Lisa. Yeah, a lot of folks, man, coming through. Uh, another Lisa, Amanda. Yeah, man, fo- folks holding it all the way down for uh, WineCellarMedia.com. This really is um acceleration year. And also, shout out to, I don't know this person's name, but um, the person on Twitter, you DM'd me to let us know you hit up the PayPal. I appreciate it. Uh, they <laughs> have a... Uh, Jason Voorhees, so Jason from Friday the 13th, is their avatar picture, and their ad is Camp Blood. Thank you. That's fair. <laughs> Thank you. That's yes. fair and that's fitting. Yeah, so um and and uh we have the talk fury with uh Dr. Springler now and we did hire Dr. Springler to do that. Mm. So like, yeah, you folks are holding that down so like we can actually um literally make new programs and I just um posted a screenshot to uh to my Facebooks there. And um, it's on Blog Talk Radio Politics. On when you go to Blog Talk Radio slash Politics, like I don't know how long it'll last, but I looked at what like six p.m. Yeah. And um, and Talk Fury with Chelsea Springler, the uprising against police, was on the first page of the stuff that was trending in politics. It was there last time I looked. Oh, you looked recently, like about twenty minutes ago. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Yeah. I made a tweet about it. I was like, I'm so excited. Yeah, and I'm sure part of what's helping with that is, um, is again, you folks that help out the wine cellar, you folks that are getting Patreon early access right now, and um, we have been boosting posts on Facebook with podcast episodes. Yeah. So that is probably having a, a helpy do. Yes. All right, let's uh, go to winecellarmedia.com. Indeed. Phoenix Collider has put stuff there. I have put stuff there. <laughs> yes. All right. What is this? Um. Oh, there's the Talk Fury episode. Mm-hmm. Really, you put something in the happy or whatever category. I did. It was a cute little story. 
an elderly couple finally back together after months apart. What the hell happened? Well, because they both had like separate injuries because, you know, elderly people tend to fall and get hurt and shit like that. And Ooh. so they were separated. But then when it was time for them to heal and get back together, there was the coronavirus outbreak. So they couldn't get back together. So like they've been married for, I don't know, 100 years, whatever. They're both like in their 80s. <laughs> they've been married for a very long time. But they finally got to go back together and they just kept hugging on each other. And it was just really cute. It's um, Walter's 91 and Jean is 89. Yes. They are thugging it the fuck out. Yes. Jesus Christ. And their daughters, uh, Wendy Willard, Wanda Glenn, said their parents were always in good health until last year. Jean fell and broke her pelvis, which landed her in the Eddie Memorial Geriatric Center in New York. And she also showed signs of dementia. And, uh, moving forward, um, and, you know, uh, Walter suffered a health setback. He fell, had a brain bleed, and that led to a surgery and rehab. But now Walter and Jean are sharing a room at the nursing home and their children can't wait to visit them. Yeah, it's cute. See, happy things happen. In the wine cellar. Sometimes. Only in the wine cellar. Yeah, I put up two happy stories in a row, so y'all need to leave me alone. I'm not getting shit for a while. Right? Yeah, why would you do that? And you could take a look at this former Navy captain. Yes, we could look at the former Navy captain. All right. Uh, retired U.S. Navy captain used derogatory language. Allegedly. And, uh, ah, see, so that means it didn't happen. No, it happened. It was on a Facebook live stream. Nuh-uh. It was. No, how you know Russia didn't do that? Russia did that to sow racial divisions. Right, yes. Black people love the racism here, I keep forgetting. Yeah, and and you know, if anything black people are up on, it's what Russia's doing. <laughs> we can't keep our oh. eyes off that Russia. No, 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 no. You see, it's the other way around. It's Russia can't keep their eyes off us, and so they're tell- like they're sowing propaganda, and we're falling for it because obviously black people are stupid and can't like discern truth from propaganda, and so... The things that we're falling for, like Black Lives Matter and defund police and abolish police, and it's actually all uh, from Russia. But because it was in our Facebook news feeds, we all were like, "Oh, is this what we're doing? Okay, this is what we're doing, community." That's what Russia wants. Russia wants black people yelling about liberation. Yes. Because it's all about what Russia wants. Yes. I don't get, I like that we just say Russia. It's just like, so every single person from there's just... Oh, it's the Kremlin, man. Oh, the Krem. Yeah. Fuck that. Kremdilla Kremlin. Calm down, player. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, So he's a U.S. uh, retired Navy captain. He used racial slurs. I don't... That's hard to believe. It was uh, during a conversation with his wife that was accidentally live streamed on the Facebooks and says he is mortified and working to be a better person. Sure you are. Huh. Mm-hmm. Scott Bethman. And so this father mucker re- uh, resigned and they were live on that Facebooks for 30 minutes. Yep. And so, oh my goodness, maybe there's a... Oh, I can't find any audio. What? Yeah, I can't find any audio. Because it's since been deleted. Like, his whole Facebook page has been taken down. Come on, lefties. I know, right? It's okay if you get stuff taken down, but make a record first. Like, download the audio, download the video. Yeah, come on. What are you doing? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, I thought this was receipt culture. It's, well, I mean, we're trying to get it together just you know white leftists don't know about that yet what was his point well who would have known that a a black man from so-and-so so-and-so could ever get into the you know really thank goodness australia had the audio (laughs) news.com.au yeah yeah I don't say anything. That's my point. I just said. He's got to watch himself on that admissions board. Yeah, he was on some sort of uh, like something with the Navy where he was on a board. That's the thing he resigned from after this came out. But I think the thing he was doing was he was complaining that he can't say what he wants because he's going to be called a racist. You know. 
Well, there you go. I, I think that's... You're gonna get called a racist because of what you say. Yes. You know, I get called a leftist because of what I say, and I'm a leftist. Weird. <laughs> the white mother can't say anything. That's the point we're making here, Nancy. They say the white man can't say anything? I said white motherfuckers can't say anything. Oh. I think she said something that sensitive anymore? She said it's not fair. Oh. And then I don't know what else she said. Well, you know what? Let's see. Well, let's see what's not fair. I want to see if they have the actual racial slurs in here. Oh, but bleeped out? Maybe. That's not what matters. It, it is. Something 30% female? Yeah. And she said good. Yeah. No. Okay, and she said her friend or someone said yeah. it needs to be half or more female, cuz. Yes. Well, you know what? There's probably a significant number of relatively new Wine Cellar Media subscribers. Okay, inside jokes that we've been running for some years. Yes. Right? Phoenix has been around <laughs> six years? Yeah. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. And I've been doing the program for um, eight years. And um, the word female, Phoenix. Why? <clears throat> why do we hate it? Yeah. Uh, a female what? A female you know, like, fe- females be tripping. Like a female giraffe? Like a fe- flamingo? I think flamingos are kind of clumsy. I mean, they I mean, probably like, do like be tripping. Females. An anteater? You know, like your baby mom's girlfriend. So a woman? Yeah, females. It sounds gross. And the worst one is when people say females and men in the same sentence. They're like, come on, can you just... <sighs> it's gross. And I say it like that because um, I, I lived in a neighborhood during the time I was in foster care. You new subscribers, let these things unfold. These stories come out casually. Mm. But I lived in a neighborhood with some some folks that were reputable in their uh, in their social circles. Reputable. <laughs> reputable if you're from Southern California. <laughs> Just fuck them other syllables. But, um, and... They, I would just hear them say like, like you know, be a bunch of guys hanging out, bu- chilling out, bugging out, and somebody would always pipe up every time, and be like, "We need a female, cause," I'm like that sounds so gross and bugged out and like, and rape culture, like so just we just need a female, cause so that everybody, all of us, huh? And I mean, of course, she's there, but nobody asked if she's consenting. So. Yeah. Yeah. Or even excited about this? This sound like a blast? In this basement? What the fuck? No. A female, cuz. Or like niggas rapping do that. To be like, man, gotta make this song. We need a female on the hook. So yeah, that's why the word female, like, we, we get a little cringe at it and we respond. Alright, good tangent. The fleet. You said bend over? Yeah, and kiss. I think she said the U.S. Naval Academy goodbye. Bend over and kiss the U.S. Naval. Let's run it back. Yeah, because it sounds like she's distant from whatever the recording device is. Yeah. Well, I think it's like his phone or his laptop or something because he inadvertently hit the live stream and didn't know it. And so I think they're just having a conversation. She's just on the other side of the room. That's a good time. No. The fleet... Yep, kiss the U.S. Naval Academy goodbye. <laughs> They're gonna get the blacks and the females. Oh my God! Yes, the blacks and the females. Yes. Holy shit. America's crumbling. Crumbling. The blacks and the females are out there looting. Yeah, I mean, 
I heard that uh, Joe Biden wants Condoleezza Rice as a VP pick. That's a black and a female. You know how black and female that, like, they're, they're stealing malt liquor and tampons, blacks and females. Yes. That is just... I would totally steal malt liquor and tampons if I was looting. <laughs> you know, that's gonna... I, mean, I have a use for both, really, so... Huh? <laughs> Venus Polita does... <laughs> Like a fine malt beverage, which is sometimes they print that in small on some of the products. Yes, yeah, yeah. Also, inside joke. Uh, uh, I like Mike's hard lemonade, and technically, it is classified as malt liquor. So you know, it is. Means Cleo likes tall cans. I do. She gets down. Tastes good. Tall cans and jumps into headphones. Leave her alone. It's YouTube time. It's adult pop. Yeah. 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 Our little, you know, Capri Suns. For us, you know, we're but they're bubbly, so it's pop. They should put them in Capri Sun pouches. Let us live. Like those little wines that they have? They have, like, the wine, like, in the little cartons, like... I think I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, a little squeeze box. Squeeze box. <laughs> and... <laughs> That'd be the shit, man. All right, um, let's, let's hear about... What the blacks and the females are doing. <laughs> the Asians. I love it. It starts with a beep and goes. So blacks, females, bleeps, and Asians. Is that niggers? What are the, what's the bleep? Oh. And the fucking Asians. The fucking Asians. I was going to be like, was it fucking Asians or was it like the other F word? Oh, Jesus. Because, <laughs> like, I wouldn't have been surprised either way. Yeah. Yeah, bring it. Yeah, homophobic slurs. Are, like, they're I mean, coming. You're, you're already there. Like, you're already females and the blacks and the Asians. Like, I, I yeah, I could see the homophobia there, too. <laughs> I remember when it, it started to seem like almost like we're saying a mantra. Because when you're describing, it's like when you say swerfs and turfs, because they're always the same people. Right. And like, I remember going between 2015 and 16, it's always racist, misogynist, because they just, those people are always the same people. Yep. You heard of the blacks and the females. Right. That and um, like white people, like white supremacists who hate black people, they always hate Jews too. It's like, all the damn Jews. Yeah. Like all the Negroes. And it's like, all right, well. I'm always ready for that one. I always see it coming, and you know, and I, I I haven't talked about this on the podcast. When I was fourteen years old, folks. Oh no! I went to high school, and it was whoa, right? Because I had <laughs> seen TV and movies before. Remember, like at this time, folks may not know Washington State. I lived in a place called Spanaway. It, it it is what it sounds like. <laughs> it is onomatopoeic, right? Spanaway. Just imagine. Meth in fields. <laughs> fields of meth, really. Fields of meth. Which is so funny, because uh, somebody... Um, oh, um, Dr. Uh, Yanega yeah. that we had on the podcast. The historian. Ah, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, y'all nigga. Y'all nigga. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you, well, did you see that Cops Got Cancelled? Wait, Cops Got Cancelled? Yeah, the TV show. Oh, yes. Yeah, and so uh, they were commenting and saying, like, because they're from Tacoma... Mm-hmm. And so they were like, yeah, they filmed in Pierce County all the time. And it was just like, here, let's make fun of people with meth addictions. I was like, oh, that's what you say. Yep. I'm telling you so many times, like, um, if, if you know, it's the 90s. You may, flipping channels was actually a thing because mm-hmm. there weren't that many. Yeah. Couldn't just type in what you want to see and whatever <laughs> you want to see exists because everything's <laughs> on the Internet. But fucking, and you might just be like, what the fuck is happening on cops? Oh, look, they're in Lakewood again. Mm-hmm. On a chase again. Mm-hmm. Spanaway was a little too snoozy to really produce great episodes, but some, um, my biological father was a crackhead, and some of his crackhead friends were on there a couple times. Randy, you know, the very classic, um, I, I pissed myself, now go get me some pants. He said that. To a cop. Well. Yeah. Well, Pierce County Sheriff. Well, I mean. You know what? Cops should have to get you new pants if you piss should. them. That they would should. actually be serving. It would be. Yeah. Everybody, let's get hammered and piss ourselves <laughs> at the, the police precinct. <laughs> like, we need pants. <laughs> let's 
the worst protest there. Don't follow don't, me. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> All right, back to let let's see. Yes, I, females I, and fucking Asians. And yes. I'm I'm ready for the Jews. I'm ready, or I'm gonna hear. You know, we're gonna hear something like the globalist. She's oh gonna... god. <laughs> And steal our intellectual property. And steal our intellectual. Asians from China steal our intellectual property? I guess. All right, let's hear more about her intellectual property. And because when it comes down to it, who's going to get out here and do it? When it comes down to it, who's going to get out here and do it? Uh, maybe? May- yeah, it's, uh, and now she's rapping? Fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're, you're against the Yeah. <laughs> he asked, you're against this shit, I think? I think so. And then I couldn't, uh, she was unintelligible for me. Yeah, but then she came back and said, yeah. Hmm. Here's the point. No, no, this, but in business, yeah. you're saying you're not willing to say it, something to me, that means management's going to say, oh, fuck. What? This management? I don't know. But then he said, oh, fuck. Did he realize he was recording? Maybe. <laughs> You can't, though. No. Like, just like the- Sounds like the TV's on. Now it's all messed up. Yeah, it's loud. It's a few more seconds. The Admiral asking the Commandant last night, what's all the rest of us white old white men supposed to say about that? What's this old white man supposed to say about that? Okay, nothing. Fucking nothing. That's what you're supposed to say. Nothing. Really? So no one wants to listen to the old white man? No. No. Why? What's the old white... I want that in the soundboard, kind of. That's kind. That, that's a hot line. Last night, what's all the rest of us white old white men supposed to say about that? Last night, what's all the rest of us white old white men supposed to say about that? Last night, what's all the rest of us white old white men supposed to say about that? Huh? No. What's the rest of us old white men supposed to say about that? No. Come on, old white men. No. Let's show them. No. Now, for you old white men bootlicker motherfuckers that want the system of white supremacy to keep running in your way, I have a video clip from New York to show you what the pigs will do to your ass. They don't give a fuck about anybody. Nope. Julius Caesar. Julius, really? Well, how are you handling this within the mid? He read a thing that was politically correct on all measures. Polit- he said that. He- like, he wanted to do the hand clap emoji. He did. Politically correct on all measures. Yep. Nigga. <laughs> like, that's where I expect the racial slur right there. Then I'm like, well, we have to discuss the way he said that. Mm-hmm. Is he racist or is he a Kevin Hart fan? I'm not sure. Ugh. That he had sent out. I'll just read what I sent out to the brigade. And then, then it was the next question. They didn't let Julius Caesar go back and say what he felt like more he had to say. Right. And when Leo, Williams- huh? Well, that didn't have a. Hmm. What? What? What have you read about this? Um. Let's see. Derogatory language and racial slurs. Said he's mortified. Um. He's used. Uh. Heard using the N word and complaining about not being able to speak his mind. Okay, so right before he said the white motherfuckers can't say anything, before that he was calling people the N word. Oh, but they probably edited they, that yeah, out. Yeah, they cut that one out. You polite niggas. <laughs> See, I call you that. Edit me out. Don't don't be editing me, mm-hmm. nigga. But he said, "Quote: I know that an apology from us rings hollow on many ears in our community, especially in the current environment." But we intend on using this experience as an opportunity to grow, listen, learn, and reflect. We're deeply sorry for the impact our actions have had on the Naval Academy, my fellow servicemen and women, our former colleagues, friends, family, and the community as a whole. We are committed to educating ourselves on the more on the racial inequalities in this country and being better people. 
You know, what's the old white man got to say about that? Fuck them niggers. Maybe. 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 I think they have more to say about free markets and other things that Walter Block might tell you. Mm -hmm. Professor Walter Block. Mm -hmm. All right, Miss Miss Colored Ma'am. WineCellarMedia.com. If I had to say one thing to one person, I would say, by the end of the century, if we do not take action on climate change, the damage from climate change will surpass twice as much as all the wealth that exists in the world today. My book, The Uninhabitable Earth, is a sort of big picture look at climate change and where we are and where we're headed. Not just what the science is telling us, but what it will mean for the way we live on this planet. Because scientists have often talked about two degrees Celsius of warming as the threshold of catastrophe, it's meant that most of the public didn't appreciate that that threshold, two degrees, was really a floor of warming rather than a ceiling. We're now on track to up for about four, 4.3 degrees Celsius warming by the end of the century, and yet we had very, done very little storytelling about what that would mean to be anywhere between two and 4.3 degrees. So my book is focused on that question. Just to give you a sense of what that would mean, conventional wisdom would suggest that at four degrees, we will have hundreds of millions of climate refugees We will have a global GDP that's about 30% lower than it would be without climate change. We would have places in the world that would be hit simultaneously by six climate change disasters at once. We would have lost all of the world's ice. That would happen over centuries, but it would have been baked in by the end of the century, which would mean eventually seas could be 260 feet higher. Um, This is a truly, truly catastrophic portrait of what life on the planet would be like, and that is where we're headed now. I mean, I'm scared, honestly, of what the present holds. I mean, when you see, you know, what happened in 2018, the global heat wave, unprecedented heat wave, all of the hurricanes, all of the wildfires, more than a million acres in California burning. If we get to 4.3 degrees at the end of the century, we're likely to see 64 times more acres being burned in California than were burned last year in the record-setting season. But even now, that damage is devastating, horrifying. Right now in Australia, we're seeing simultaneously they're dealing with epic flooding and an epic heat wave where people are dying and the crops are failing. Um, we're already in this future. We just haven't adjusted our sense of um, the world and what it contains yet. Because people feel like if I'm eating less meat or if I'm taking a few flights fewer a year that I've done my part. But in fact, that impact is so trivial compared to the impact that a transformed politics can have. And that's really what we need to be focusing on. Keep in mind that when you think about the scale of these impacts, which are truly dramatic, truly enormous, really those are um, reflections of how much power we as, as humanity have over the climate. So these are not outcomes that are already inevitable, and the fact that they are possible is a sign of just how much control we actually have over the future of the planet. If we wanted to avert all these outcomes right now, and we collectively mobilized and decided that we were going to devote ourselves to that action as a, you know, as a planet, we could do that easily. The UN says that just by 2050, we're likely to have 200 million climate refugees and that we could have as many as 1 billion climate refugees, which is as many people as live in North and South America combined today. I think those numbers are a bit inflated, but even if you take the very low end, you see from what happened in Europe in the aftermath of the Syrian civil war and the Syrian refugee crisis, that the influx of just 1 million refugees completely transformed an entire continent's politics. And through that, the global geopolitics, it seems hard to believe from this vantage that if we get to four or five degrees Celsius of warming, that there'll still be people who are happily married and having kids and excited about the future. But inevitably, it will be the case. It may also just be the case that parts of the, many big parts of the planet will be uninhabitable and we'll be dealing with huge refugee crises, crises. But we've passed through horror shows before, and I think that humanity will endure. The question is, in what form, and how civilization will be reshaped by these forces. So, this story is from the UK, um, obviously not America, because someone actually got punished for being part of a far right-wing group. We don't do that in America. Just ask the Obama administration, who refused to acknowledge the KKK was a terrorist organization. America is a far right-wing group. Basically. So, uh, former Miss Hitler beauty pageant contestant, (laughs) right, has been jailed for being part of a far white wing group. I almost feel like this is an update and we covered this when they got arrested. I really do, because the Miss Hitler beauty pageant thing is like 
really sticking out in my head. Not for me. Maybe you did it without me because it's your international program. Maybe. But yeah, so I feel like this is an update. Um, Righto. Righto. So, a former Miss Hitler beauty pageant contestant has been jailed for three years after being found guilty of membership in the banned neo-Nazi terrorist group National Action, otherwise known as N.A. Alice Cutter uh, was convicted after a trial in March alongside three fellow group diehards, her ex-boyfriend, Mark Jones, Gary Jack, that's a terrible fucking name, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Connor Scothern. Also a fucking terrible name. All right. Connor Scothern. Scothern. Connor Scothern. No good. Um, sentencing the four at Birmingham Crown Court on Tuesday, Judge Paul Farrer told them that after the N.A. was outlawed by the government in 2016, quote, You weren't prepared to disassociate yourselves from the vile ideology of this group and therefore defied the ban and continued as members. But nigga, you came up on me on some function. Really? <laughs> Addressing Cutter, he said you never held an organizational or leadership role, but added that the 23-year-old was a trusted confidant of one of the group's leaders, as well as being in a committed relationship with Mark Jones. Turning to Jones, the judge said he had played a, quote, significant role in the continuation of the organization after the ban. All four denied membership of N.A., but had attended post-ban meetings of senior leaders and members held in Birmingham of January 2017. You are the goddamn whitest person I've ever seen. So they weren't members, but they kept attending meetings after it was banned. Okay. Because I'm going to keep it G real. I don't fuck with you because you disrespecting me. You disrespect my hood. The, right, the extreme right-wing group labeled racist and anti-Semitic and homophobic by then-Home Secretary Amber Rudd was banned after a series of rallies and incidents, including the praise of the murder of MP Joe Cox. Jurors were shown messages in which... Uh, Oh, the waitress, apparently uh, Cutter was a waitress, uh, was joking about gassing synagogues using a Jew's head as a soccer ball and claiming, uh, exclaiming rotten hell bitch after hearing about Cox's murder. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. Fucking lovely fucking people, aren't they? What the? Yeah, yeah. Put them in the jail. <laughs> like, as long as jails and that system has to exist. Yeah, they gotta go. Put them niggas. Yeah, these people cannot be in the general public. What the fuck? Uh, Cutter, who had previously entered a Miss Hitler beauty contest as Miss Buchenwald. Uh-oh, is there anything significant to that? That's a concentration camp. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, she might as well have said Miss Auschwitz. Like, just as a comparable. You are the goddamn whitest person I've ever seen. Ugh. Uh, which was a reference to a Second World War, uh, the Second World War death camp, had denied ever being a member despite attending rallies in which there were banners reading Hitler was right. Frustrated over a lack of activism in her native Yorkshire, uh, that led Cutter to join the NA's Midlands subgroup, whose membership was determined to defy the ban, according to prosecutor Barnaby Jameson. That's a funny name. <laughs> Barnaby Jameson, come on. Yes. It's a little funny. Uh, Cutter even then made an attempt to recruit a 15-year-old girl. That's fucking disgusting. Uh, albeit unsuccessfully, the judge heard. Mr. Jameson said it was part of a pattern by Cutter and Jones, both of Sowerby Sour Bridge near Halifax, West Yorkshire, of targeting individuals for recruitment at a time when National Action was a banned organization. Cutter was jailed for three years while Jones was handed a five-and-a-half-year prison sentence. Jones, a former member of the British National Party's youth wing. That... British National Party's youth wing. Right, that sounds like a fucking Nazi, doesn't it? Yeah. Like. That sounds fucked up. Yeah, just that. That sounds like some fucking Nazi shit. God, like what kind of creepy eye contact do the parents make with the instructor when they drop them off? You send me home a killer, you hear? God. It's like that Jojo Rabbit movie where they send all the kids off to camp. Um, Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Uh, Jones was also described as being a, quote, leader and strategist who played a prominent and active role in the NA. The 25-year-old Jones, your brain just got done developing and this is what the fuck you're doing with your life? 
The 25-year-old Jones, originally the group's London regional organizer, acknowledged posing for photographs while delivering a Nazi-style salute and holding an N.A. flag in Buchenwald's... These people are fucking disgusting. Buchenwald's... Execution room and a trip to Germany. So he went to a concentration camp... And instead of, you know, using it as a learning experience or historical experience, he hung out in the room where they killed Jewish people, held an N.A. flag, and did Nazi salutes. But he's not affiliated with the N.A. in any way. He just went all the way to Germany to pose with their fucking flag in a concentration camp. Uh, that sounds true. Right. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. Uh, jurors also uh, heard that he had links to members of extreme right-wing groups in the Ukraine and Eastern Europe. Oh, we covered a story about them in the Ukraine. They're getting guns from Israel. Uh, yeah. Prosecutors said that even after the NA's uh, prescription, Jones designed propaganda for two splinter groups, NS131 and Scottish Dawn, which were both also banned. Okay. While still an NA member, Jones handpicked his successor for London before moving to Yorkshire to be with Cutter. Jones, who grew up in foster care amid a backdrop of domestic violence by his biological father, I don't give a fuck, uh, also organized physical training for NA members, including boxing sessions in Swindon. Jack, appearing via video link from HMP Birmingham for sentencing, was described as a committed member turning up to almost every Midlands meetup. What was that guy's name? Didn't I make fun of his name earlier? The Jack guy, what was that? Whoa. Gary Jack. That's the third member of this little crew. Um, Shoot, where'd I go? Okay. So Gary Jack, terrible fucking name, um, was a committed member and attended almost every Midlands meeting. The 24-year-old of Heathland Avenue also had a previous conviction pre-ban for plastering the city's Aston University campus with racially charged stickers, some reading, Britain is ours, the rest must go. So you already got a fucking conviction for posting, like, Nazi graffiti and you want us to believe you're not affiliated with this group in any way? Okay. Jailing him for four and a half years, the judge said, he became a dedicated member and were wholly committed to the ideology. Scothern, uh, number four, this is the fourth guy who got, a fourth person who got convicted, who's from Bagnall Avenue, Nottingham, was, quote, one of the most active members of the group and considered to be future <coughs> leadership material. Another leading member of N.A. observed how Scothern had driven himself into poverty by traveling to member meetings and self-funding stickers, I think, stickers bearing Adolf Hitler's image and calling for a final solution. But you're not affiliated with these people. Okay. Wait, that's like what they argued in court? They really just... Did they not realize how much evidence they chose to create? (laughs) Like, that's what I'm tripping off. Like, nigga, you made... Every bit of evidence comes from you. Who even had to... And this is one instance where white people did not have to investigate. <laughs> I mean, but they're the master race. They know what they're doing. They're they're smarter than the rest of us. It's almost like I remember in the, in the <laughs> mid-90s, uh, I remember a comedian was like, I don't think OJ did it. Who the fuck makes that many mistakes? <laughs> I mean... Did they try... Was that their OJ scheme? Did they I, think, we'll just fuck up so bad... They won't think it's us. No, you just make a, you just pose in a, not in a concentration camp and you make stickers of Hitler's face calling for a final solution. Then you'd be like, I don't know why you think I'm affiliated with a, a neo-Nazi group. I know. that, And this is not in America. This is Britain. Like whatever their beer is, that is the equivalent to natural ice out here. Like I'm sure a lot of natural ice or the equivalent was involved in these ideas. Probably. These are natty ice thinkers. Have a pint at the pub. How does it wrap up? Uh, so, when sentencing Scothern, the judge said you were enthusiastic and wholly committed to the group. Speaking ahead of sentencing, the public prosecution's Max Hill described the NA members as diehards who hark back to the days of not just anti-Semitism, but the Holocaust and the Third Reich in Germany. What is with the back to the days of anti-Semitism? Well, you know, Nigga, somebody dropped a flag on a Bernie rally. They did. Yeah. Back to the days of anti- Nigga, there was a shooting. Right. In New York. Right. Pretty damn recent. I mean, this group didn't 
get shut down for nothing. The government banned it for a reason. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Oh, yeah. But here in McMurica, you could be a part of any of those groups. You can be a cop. You can be a cop and be a part, yeah. Because it's a violation of your First Amendment rights, right? Wasn't that the story we did? Mm. Where a cop was a KKK member and the department tried to fire him and he argued that it was violating his First Amendment rights, freedom of assembly, if he didn't get to be a KKK member. Of course, you saw the cop with the Nazi tattoo, right? Uh, probably not. Recently. Or very recently. There's a cop, he's got like the big ass like SS bolts across his oh. arm. And they're like, well, it's okay because he always wears long sleeves at work, but it's a, um, what do you call it? Like it's done like in, um, remembrance of one of his deceased friends who died in like Iraq or Afghanistan. And that guy had the same fucking tattoo. And I was like, so a Nazi's remembering another Nazi who fell Killing brown people? Okay. Not seeing? Not seeing. They are yes. not seeing the point. Wine cellar media. Wow, I did not see that coming. What? We're witty. We're witty. <laughs> we're... Uh, again, thanks, folks, uh, hitting up the Patreon.com. You are moving us toward it. Like, I think that um, at 1500 a month, that's it, full-time, yeah. just doing yeah. wine cellar shit. Um, but right now, you folks have me down to a point where no more um, overtime, like weekday overtime at work, like the 12-hour shifts, that's done. Eight-hour shifts, and I do do a 10-hour um, a shift on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. But those back-to-back 12s and the fucking the 14-hour day, that shit's in the can. Just the mandatory Saturday, that's it. Yeah. Hopefully they don't start switching that to Sunday, because I, I have too much recording scheduled for Sundays now. And, uh, yeah, you folks keep moving it forward. I'll keep doing factory work less and more wine cellar and shit. We could make more fucking shows. Yeah. Shit. Talk oh, theory. Oh, people really do want the prepper show. The prep from you? Yeah. You're going to do the prepper show? Yeah, but I think we're going to wait till after we move. So. After. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to get to Michigan, that gummit. <laughs> we're going to get there. Gonna I get heard there. they got dispensaries. Yeah. I'd be wanting my reefer. <laughs> All right. All right, folks. Uh, and the folks on the Patreon already know patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund. Uh, this will be Patreon early access. And then, of course, off to the socialized feed it goes. And uh, folks want to throw something at the old tip jar. Again, folks really helped uh, coming through uh, with Phoenix Cleaters medical bill. That's uh, paypal.me slash Phoenix and William. And Wine Solar Media can keep going and growing. This is 2020 acceleration year. If you're one of the people that just recently signed up, you're uh, helping out something that's been going for eight years, and we want to keep growing it. Yes. All right. Please be as safe as possible wherever you are. William said he won't attend my wedding unless I crip walk into my reception. We might as well hop out the pool pit and let the choir preach it. Your argument would have teeth if you would quit biting Phoenix. Try to be Finn, we can leave them slayed. Three languages, English, tea, and shade. Wine cellar to the bone gristle. We throw missiles on the warpath to make his soul sizzle. And like attack him with the fat flow. I make it dance like Hillary to get the black vote. I'm a super predator about the hilltop. So I ain't paying attention until she does the crip walk. She can study it on Lokestopedia. For now, I gotta deal with the social media. Different day, but the same turd. Corny motherfuckers wanna drag a nigga like James Bird. With your clickbait schemes and plans. With niggas like you, who needs the clan? Something about you is seeming fake. I speak three languages, English, tea, and shade. Coming at me with your weak brigade. I speak three languages, English, tea, and shade. And I don't care what your people say. I speak three languages, English, tea, and shade. So memorize it and repeat the phrase. I speak three languages, English, tea, and shade. It's not good stuff. It's not, no, it is not good stuff. I can't start podcast segments by saying, don't break my heart, my herky-jerky heart. I might snap into a slimy jam. No. You're telling me that that's going to make people unsubscribe from the people, Patreon? Uh, yes. I'm going to get angry DMs in my Twitter. And people are going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you and your fucking co-host? And what is this bullshit show that you do? You just like you just wanted to hear that nigga music. <laughs> that's all that's you what, wanted. That's why people listen? I think so. Really? That's what it is. People tune in for the nigger music. I 
don't think that's why they turn tune in. I I bet you that's what they tell their friends. I bet you it's not. Yes. I bet you it's not. All the white people that listen to this show, Amy, Janice, you've got to hear the wine cellar. They have some of the finest nigga music you've ever heard. Nobody who listens says that. Yes, yes, they do. They don't say Janice, only, huh? Only the people who leave us hate reviews. That that iTunes review was something special. I like the one on Blog Talk with the, uh, you're just sitting on your ass. <laughs> it's like, well, did you want me to get a, like a, I don't know, stand up and do the program? <laughs> I sit at the desk and do the program. I, yes, I do sit on my ass. And do, you know, funny shit is they're saying you sit on, they sit on your ass, but like folks can't see what you do. And that's why we right. got to talk about it. Cause you do do. Uh, sex workers outreach. Yes. Right? You do actually get folks supplies. We yeah. have been doing socialized <laughs> mass and getting free mass out. You have gone to D.C. and lobbied for yeah. sex workers' rights. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, level that critique at me. Like, I do sit down and, and edit podcast episodes, but I also go to a factory and produce a whole lot of very important Sour Patch Kids. Very important. Probably leave that tangent alone for the time B. Alright. Um, yes, ma'am. Tulsa. Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Is a good place. I have doubts. Why? Because a Tulsa police major uh, claimed that police don't shoot black people often enough. Why do police need majors? That sounds militaristic. Know. Because they're a military? Yeah. They, like, the police existing is inherently the militarization of the police. Yeah. Okay, man, yeah, we're gonna, yeah. it's gonna turn to an episode of Talk Fury. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, discussing, discussing nationwide protests over the killing of George Floyd by police in Minneapolis, a white Tulsa Police Department major claimed on Monday that systemic racing and policing just doesn't exist. Wait, does it, is that SIC? Is that sick? Systemic racing in policing? Yeah. Systemic racing? Yeah. He said racing? Yes. Oh, no. All right. All right. Let's listen to the person who gets paid way the fuck more than me to talk. (laughs) Uh, Speaking to a talk, uh, talk radio host, Pat Campbell, uh, Tulsa Police Department Major Travis Yates. Mm hmm. Oh, man. For a second, my brain said, wait. Wait, who was Travis Gates? The guy talking. God, because it reminds me of California with Chief Gates. Oh. Yeah, my brain went there just because they rhyme. Yeah. No, Travis Yates uh, also suggested that according to his interpretation of crime data, police should actually be shooting black Americans more frequently. You get this meme of, this is a direct quote, by the way. You get this meme of blacks are shot two times, two and a half times more, and everybody just goes, oh yeah, Yates said. They're not making sense here. You have to come into contact with law enforcement for that to occur. No the fuck you don't. Police will find you whether you're doing something wrong or not. What the fuck are you, that is what stop and frisk is. What the fuck are you talking about? All right. Well, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, the. You gotta think, them nigger, how you think them nigger boys end up in so much contact with the police? The police go in their neighborhoods? And then park their car and try to sit and take a nap. Mm-hmm. And then the coloreds walk up knocking on the window. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah, asking for zigzags. Really? Talking about Mr. Police, man, I need some papers. I need some rolling papers. Nobody says that to police. You got a shoebox top I can use. I don't Nobody. want the crumbs to fall off. Nobody says that. To the police, yes. No, no, no. You didn't, I, I, apparently you're out of touch with the people. I've been told that a lot this week. There's a lot of sarcasm, for the new subscribers, there's a lot of sarcasm in this program, comes flying out of nowhere, and it's a lot of it's my fault. <laughs> uh, Yates continues and says, quote, If a certain group is committing more crimes, more violent crimes, and law enforcement's having to come into more contact with them, then that number is going to be higher. Who in the world, in their right mind, would think that our shootings should be right along U.S. census lines? That's insanity. Right. I mean, then you should be in white high schools. Oh, that's right. You ran the fuck out. Yep. Nigga. I mean. Jesus Christ. And, and and on some level that that tells you that 
even the white man that's a cop yeah. knows how dangerous any other armed, <laughs> active white man is. I mean, honestly. Because they chased down and shot a naked black man. Yeah. The one that we know of. Right. But an armed white teenager? No. Nigga, the pigs is dipping. Shit, yeah. if you weren't cab after that, I get it. You probably still had a taste for the tread. And I understand. It takes time. You know, it's socialization. You've been um, indoctrinated. Right. Propagandized. Yeah, there you are. Mm-hmm. There, you, there you are, fair lass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And he has another quote here. It says, all of the research says we're shooting African-Americans about 24% less than we probably ought to be based on the crimes being committed. At 24, you know, that, that's not a convenient number. He could have said not. 25. He could have said 25. He could have said 30. A nice round divisible number. No. 24 means he actually sat down. Yeah. With, but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but the biggest thing about this, though, is he's talking about crimes being committed, not, um, like, so, I mean, of course, this is right. So, technically, we're supposed to have constitutional rights, right? Maybe. So, allegedly. <laughs> and so, it's like, you're not talking about um, innocent until proven guilty. You're not talking about someone who's accused of a crime. You're just saying, I think this person committed a crime. I should get to fucking shoot them in the face. That's what he's really saying. He, he didn't say in the face, black is beautiful and he wouldn't do anything to he's harm He's not that. Joe Biden. He didn't mean the leg. And also, and you know the Negro face, those nostrils will catch all the bullets. That's not fair. The, the, the white man mm-hmm. is wiser than that. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. You give Negroes chest shots right in their dark nipples. <laughs> dark nipples? What? Um, but no, actually, they are trained to do body shots. Yep. So. See, and Joe Biden's trying to fix that. Right, yes. All right? Mm-hmm. Get him in the kneecaps, just in case. You know, just take out case. that sports scholarship. Take out that, yeah, yeah. twitch muscle. Um, Make them study harder <laughs> when they can't play ba- basketball, you see? Right, right. See? I don't think that's how that works. And, and maybe Joe Biden was thinking about, like, his own legs. Like, maybe you shoot the black off and they'll have hairy blonde legs hairy like mine. Legs like then mine. everybody can rub it. We can all just be leg rubbers with we, Joe Biden. I don't want to be leg rubbers with Joe Biden. You, Joe Biden's leg rubbing? I don't want to leg rub with Joe Biden. You know, that's a legit sentence. <laughs> I'm gonna go, you know what? That's... <laughs> I think a lot of people have said that. Probably. Yeah. And I like how, did you see his fucking um, police reform plan? It's like $300 million to police departments. And one of the things was um, no to make sure all the cops have body cameras. But I appreciate the hilarity of this. Well, irony. I don't know. Whatever. The whatever of this happening. Because um, last week during protests, uh, cops, I think in Texas... Yeah. shot someone and nobody had body cameras on so nobody knows what happened that was the one with the black guy who owned the restaurant where the cops would eat for free oh Jesus. and they shot him but no body cameras were on so nobody quote unquote knows what happened and then at the same time in seattle the mayor was arguing that police don't have to turn body cameras on um because it's for the citizens like privacy protections yeah. but the police were accused of just pepper spraying everybody and nobody knows quote unquote what happened because it wasn't on camera but joe biden's gonna fix that by giving us more body cameras yeah <sighs> what you don't you don't want them to have more body cameras no they're but- not using the ones they have now yeah, but if they get new ones... If they get new ones, they'll use them this time. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know how it is. Like, fucking toys get old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they gotta replace them. They said they malfunction a lot, right? They do malfunction they do, a and lot. They mal- and they weird. seem to malfunction when you really need them. It's weird how that happens. So, so why not get them new ones? Get them new ones. Yeah, new ones will work right. I mean, fuck community social services. Give the cops new body cameras. So that you can have some social services in the community. Are cops not part of society? They're social. No, no, they are not part of society. And isn't their money collected from society? I think their that makes them socialist. Really? They're not socialist. I think if you don't if you don't want the cops in your neighborhood, you're a pretty bad lefty. Uh cops are socialist in the way that Nazis were socialists. Okay. Or are Nazis socialists in the way the cops are socialists? Didn't they get they, their ideas from America? They did rip a lot of our shit. Yeah, so, you know, so maybe you Nazis should learn how to be more American. <laughs> <laughs> 
and other such things you might hear on Fox News. I'm waiting for that segment. Oh, I can't wait for Tucker Carlson to be like, listen here, he Nazis. Said, he already said that uh, Black Lives Matter isn't about black lives and like black people are coming for you. Like he said that in one of his most recent segments. Are coming for you. Yeah, yeah. For you specifically. You white man. In. Right, yeah. Yeah, that typical fear mongering shit. Yeah. Um, and of course, I normally just like because uh, I put this article up on the website, right? And I normally just do all the facts, but I had to editorialize a little bit. And after he said the comment about we're shooting African-Americans 24% less than we probably ought to be, I said the irony, of course, is that Tulsa is uh, the scene of one of the most notorious race riots in American history, where angry white residents burned down Black Wall Street in 1921. Over 300 black people were murdered, another 800 were injured, and 35 blocks of the city were destroyed. But, you know, peaceful protests. <clears throat> Uh, yet, Yates argues there are no need for Black Lives Matter protests uh, for the murder of George Floyd. He says, quote, the officer was arrested the next day. They were prosecuted. They were fired. What are you doing? What do you mean justice? Justice at this point has been done, Yates said. Well, then it turned into system, uh, systematic racism, systematic police brutality. And I added a little side note as a fact check. It should be noted Derek <laughs> Chauvin was arrested May 29th and Floyd was murdered May 25th. So it was not the next day. And charges against Chauvin were not upgraded until June 4th. And of course, obviously, he still hasn't been convicted yet. So no justice has not been done. Like, interesting how an arrest is justice to this guy. Um, he continues, quote, this is what they're trying to say, that all these changes need to come from. This is why we're protesting. This is why we're rioting. Because of systematic abuse of power and racism, that just doesn't exist, Yates insisted. Without evidence, Yates also alleged that journalists and a group he declined to name have financial interests in lying about policing. He says, because of this money, because of the marketing, because of the slick steps they've done, they've made regular Americans believe cops are just hunting blacks down just hunting blacks down uh, and down the street and killing them. It's so mind boggling to me that this is so over the top. It's not happening, but everyone believes this is happening. Okay. Yates hmm, is no stranger to racial controversy. Yeah. In 2016, he faced criticism for an essay in which he declared American police were quote at war with implied black lives matter activists and that they should not be allowed to visit the white house a move that led for uh, the police, the then chief Chuck Jordan, to transfer Yates and express vocal disapproval at the group We the People Oklahoma and call for his resignation. In 2016, in another essay titled Follow Commands or Die, he assigned blame for police violence onto its victims, writing, Would we even know where Ferguson was if Michael Brown would have simply gotten out of the street like the officer had asked him to do? In 2018, he suggested an open letter to Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum that any disproportionate policing in Tulsa's black neighborhoods was a result of fatherless homes and allegations of racism and, police and policing are dangerous and a scam. Okay. Uh, Captain Richard Muhlenberg said Tuesday afternoon that Chief Wendell Franklin was not yet aware of Yates' remarks on the show and Franklin would determine whether the police department condones what Yates said. They need to investigate. Yeah, well. Uh, everyone's got a right to their opinion. Obviously, he being a major with the Tulsa Police Department, it carries some weight that he has his opinion and we will just have to kind of go through this. I mean, I can't speak upon the thing that he talked about here because I don't have the data. I can't refute or substantiate, substantiate what it is that he said here. Nigga, it's a fucking podcast. You can listen to it anytime you want to. Muhlenberg said under TPD uh, policy, Yates, a division commander, has latitude to communicate with the public in various forms, including a radio show or podcast. Is he speaking for himself or is he speaking for the department? The way I interpret what he has said is that he is speaking for himself, Muhlenberg said. Right, so basically nothing's going to happen to this guy and they're like, we don't understand why nobody trusts police. This is fucking why. And I just pulled up his old thing, um... Follow the commands of a police officer or risk dying. There you go. You can commence calling me all kind of horrible names and even call me a racist. I don't care because that advice will save lives. Now, you remember when the, um, uh, the one officer who had the, who had his assault rifle and was telling the guy, like, lay down, get on your knees, spread out, and then shot him? Yeah. So how do you follow that, those rules? How, how do you follow those commands? Which also, I like the word, the way they're using commands, like we're fucking dogs here. They're saying, Follow squ commands. It's basically like squat thrust, you know? It's kind of, 
Right. Yeah, kind of crouch down, push up position, back forward, back up, boom, squat thrust. This uh-huh. is what he was trying to command. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Travis Yates. Yes. Abolishing police departments, neck restraint, view of police stats, shutting up Travis. And that was the uh, the podcast that uh, this individual was uh, featured on with a host named Pat Campbell. Mm-hmm. Do a little jump. This podcast. Ah, yeah, that's loud. Where's the volume control on this? Their raggedy ass podcast doesn't have a volume control button. Pieces of camera footage, but the one camera footage we would see from beginning to end, the department has not only failed to release, they failed to give it to the officer's attorney, they failed to give it to the union, and of course they haven't given it to the media. So I wonder why we're not seeing that body camera footage. Pat, Pat if we see that body camera footage, and it gives just an ounce of context. I'm not saying it makes it justified. Right. If it gives just an ounce of context to why we're seeing that final behavior by the, by the officers, this is the biggest scandal in American history. They've let cities burn because they've given the American public partial information, and the media is... Wait, why do you need the body camera when you have multiple cameras? Yeah. That was how people figured out it was, what, uh, like, eight minutes and, like, 43 seconds? Like, something real specific. Yeah. That people gathered from multiple cameras. Let's jump Push around a little. Defund bit. the law enforcement, right? <clears throat> it's almost simultaneously along with you know these citizen oversight committees. And then when you when you start bringing up the, the actual facts. Okay, so that is uh that's the host Pat Campbell mm-hmm. setting up uh, for um this uh, Travis Yates. It's the figures as you have on the program about police incidents where minorities are shot by the police versus whites shot by the police the facts the stats don't line up with the narrative that cnn and the others want us to believe yeah tucker carlson is the only journalist that i've seen point this out the rest of them <laughs> oh, you, you might as well throw my man said tucker carlson journalist ah. Matching lit everything up, and it's on them as well. Tucker Carlson has been very specific about this, and and what's so what's so sad is it's so easy to find. Wait, so a cop that watches Fox News mm-hmm. and really likes Tucker Carlson, totally mm-hmm. not racist. Yeah, like he looks like a Joe Roganish. What else? He looks like he listens to Alex Jones, uh, and then just in this like one little thing that caught my eye in this little bullshit uh, op-ed or whatever he wrote. He said, can anyone produce me a video of a police officer telling them, telling someone to do something, they comply, and the officer just shoots them? Can you imagine that video? No, that video does not exist. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, there's a ton of videos of people <clears throat> complying with police and being murdered. One of the illest ones, the um, young black man who uh, said, get your ID out of your car, turns around to get it, he starts shooting them, yep. and while getting shot, keeps calling the cops, sir. Why are you shooting me, sir? Yep. Or there was the one where they told the guy to get on his knees and then they just kicked him in the face. Remember that one? No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because it was like, because he was wearing a hat and the hat just went sailing as his face just like hit the concrete. Yeah, or yeah. the um, the ruptured scrotum on a, yeah. I can't remember if it was a stop and frisk or what they stopped him for. And I think it was a white woman cop on a black boy. Ugh. Yeah. Ruptured scrotum. Yeah. That doesn't happen. It happens all the fucking time, dude. Shut the fuck up out uh and, and because at one point these these riots it wasn't about Floyd anymore because it couldn't be right he was like hey wait a minute he the officer was arrested the next day they were prosecuted they were fired i mean i mean how, he hasn't what, been what prosecuted yet he hasn't even gone to trial what the fuck are you talking about and you know what that's that's the thing it, it's so hard to inform anyone on anything because literally everything in america has been lied about from the beginning Mm-hmm. They just immediately started lying. Right, yeah, like I discovered this right, right at the beginning, right there. Just discovered, boom, it's a lie. Mm-hmm. Right, they're telling a lie about slavery in the history books. Right, you know, migrant workers. Mm-hmm. Right, what do they say about the Puerto Rico? What's the lie? Oh, there's a ton of lies about Puerto Rico. Um, one is a a common one is that we give too much aid from the mainland to the island because the island doesn't pay taxes and do all the shit, but they constantly get screwed out of things because they pay taxes, but they don't have state protections. <laughs> so, I mean, there's that. Like, um, a couple, as of a couple, like, last month, six weeks ago, nobody in Puerto Rico had gotten their stimulus checks yet. No. Like, yeah. 
Nobody who, on the fucking island. Got him. Who, who are the Puerto Rican members of Congress? I think we have one repre- one representative as a territory. No, you get more than... <laughs> what about two senators, right? Uh, it's a state thing. Oh. Well, yeah. That's a state thing. It's a state thing. Yeah, you're just not really a state. You're just kind of really Still like... There. We vacation there. Vacation there. Yeah. yeah. Keep just keep, keep your hotels away from the slummy area. Pretty much. The that's... slummy people can come serve us. Yeah. But then you know, trolley them on back to their shanty town. We saw that shit where they were doing like some like fucking like slave shit with getting Puerto Ricans up to uh like canneries up in like Alaska and like North, like up up fucking there like in the Arctic and shit. I think, wait, was that like 2015, 14? Yeah. I think that's one of the first things you showed me. Yeah, they were doing like, it was like some fucking like slave shit for real. Because like they were, like these canners, they pay like really good money. Oh, you typed up a whole shit about it. You literally made an article. Yeah, but you have to work like six or seven days a week and it's mandatory like 12 hours a day. And it's like all on your feet and you have to be able to like lift all this weight. And a lot of people like they don't tell them that. And so they're like, this is the wage, and it's just like, they'll train you and blah, blah, blah. So they send people up there, but then they take the wage of your flight up there out of your paycheck. They take it out of your paycheck, and then um, if you quit, you have to pay for your own way back. <laughs> and well, it's like, but you did, but you still, you, but you owe them money for getting there. And then you don't get paid, and then you have to buy, like, all your own equipment and shit. It's like some slave shit for real. Human like, trafficking. It's, it's, yeah, it's literally like fucking like uh, cold weather sharecropping. Like, okay, so the anti-human trafficking folks are on this. Well, they've been on it. It's 2020. Look at what... Trafficking brown and black people from Puerto Rico? Yes. Nobody cares about that. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They are sounding the alarm. No, they're not. They're actually kneeling with Pelosi about it. Oh, God. You don't you don't like to kneel with the loafs? No, no, I don't. So I'm calling her now. She's I, hope the it, I hope it gave all them niggas joint pain. <laughs> Man, fuck them niggas. <sighs> all right, folks. Wine Cellar Media. Dot. Goddamn Tom. 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 <laughs> uh, Uncle Tom. <laughs> all right. Uh, but yes, folks. Uh, we will keep going. This is some extra wine cellar that uh, I just put together. I'll get this up on the Patreon and then get it on the socialized feed and we'll keep it coming. And remember, uh, Talk Fury will be live uh, with Dr. Springler and we'll keep trying to stay at least trending on Blog Talk Radio.